0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com.
0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 838. How to Like Your Body More by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course. Now, if you were listening earlier this week, I read to you a post on failure and how it happens to the best of us. I've been listening to this book by Ray Dalio, who's the founder of the world's biggest hedge fund firm, Bridgewater Associates, and I heard a quote from him that was the perfect compliment to this topic of failing well and not letting it keep you down. And I wanted to share it with you on Monday, but I thought, no, Wednesday's gonna be around the corner and it'll be a great reminder of what we talked about earlier this week. So we're due for some inspiration as usual, and so my inspiration will complement episode 836 from earlier this week. Quote, I believe that the key to success lies in both knowing how to strive for a lot and fail well. Ray Dalio. Now, today's topic is about appreciating your body and how to like your body more. Some of us may have been striving to improve our bodies for weeks, months, if not years, and you may have given up on this. You may have felt like, well, I failed. But you know what? That's not necessarily the case. So, With that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. How to Like Your Body More by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com The brain is an amusing organ. We frequently put it to use in a manner we think is helpful and productive, but is actually the opposite. Like at Thanksgiving when your brain prods you to keep piling more tasty, only get it once a year foods on the plate. We can totally eat gigantic scoops of cornbread dressing, sweet potato casserole, and equal portions of everything else and top it off with a hefty sampling of each dessert here. An hour later, you grumble about having eaten too much and how you feel like sweet potatoes are about to flow out of your ears before passing out in a food coma. Well, here's a fitness-related example many can relate to. I once thought trying to hate my way to a better-looking body was a good strategy. Using hatred for my body and its many flaws as fuel to change its appearance would help me succeed, I thought. How wrong and damaging that mindset proved to be. Similarly, we think comparing our bodies to somebody else's is helpful for reaching our goals, but it's really a one-way ticket to misery and negative body image. Some examples to back up this lofty opinion. If I wanted to feel weak, I could compare myself to seasoned powerlifters. If I wanted to feel fat, I could compare myself to cover-ready fitness models, and figure athletes. If I wanted to feel underdeveloped, I could compare myself to bodybuilders. If I wanted to feel like a boring, flawed person, I could compare myself to social media icons who not only look great, but use photo editing, optimal lighting, envy-inducing locations to take 97 photos, and then meticulously pick the perfect, most flattering one to post for all the world to admire. You could do the same. Maybe you have done the same. Have you recently compared your body to someone else? Maybe there's a person at the gym you've admired for months, or maybe it's the photos in your social media feed. You compare your body shape or size or leanness to his or hers and quickly feel inferior, less than, or just not good enough on some level. Yeah, stop doing that. Is comparison ever healthy or helpful? Comparisons are usually fruitless. Someone new to strength training and healthy nutrition habits isn't doing him or herself a favor by comparing their bodies to someone who's been doing those things for a decade. The woman who is barely five feet tall with short limbs and a long torso won't extract anything helpful from a comparison to a woman who is five foot 11 with long limbs. Treat these useless, arguably damaging comparisons as you would food tainted with listeria. Trash them. Their consumption is poisonous. Is comparison ever helpful to like your body more? It can be. Not comparing your body or performance to someone else's, that's not helpful. However, comparing your current state to the process required to get you where you want to be and doing so objectively and free from emotion can be useful. Using myself as an example, during the beginning of this year, I decided to focus on building muscle. It's something I've never done exclusively. I compared my current condition to the one I wanted to achieve, then asked, how do I get there? Adding muscle to my frame would require a different process than what I was doing at the time. Workout frequency, exercise selection, and training volume needed to be adjusted. My nutrition would need to change too. Rather than comparing my body or the results I'd like to achieve to someone else, I compared what I had been doing to what needed to be done to move in the direction I wanted to go and committed to making the most of my body instead of having expectations beyond my control. Be inspired, not discouraged. What about inspiration to like your body more? Using the comparisons from earlier, I could look at others who have achieved a goal I'd like to reach for inspiration. Someday, I may want to work toward a triple body weight deadlift instead of comparing myself to those who can do that and think, "Ugh, there's no way I could ever do that. Instead, I could choose to be inspired. Wow, that's amazing. I may not pull triple body weight, but I have plenty of room to get stronger. Seeing the success of others can be useful for inspiring us to discover our potential. It can be the catalyst that helps us take the first step in our journey. Look inward, not outward. Inspiration can be useful to like your body more, but there's something to be said about choosing to blaze your own path and seeing where you end up. Looking inward for direction and validation rather than outward. Do what you enjoy. Discover what you're good at. When you find something that makes you say, wow, I'm pretty good at this, or you stumble upon something that piques your interest. Continue to explore it further and uncover your potential. Always, always keep in mind this perennial truth. Your body is your body, and while you can change many things about it, there's much you can't. You can build lean body mass, lose fat, get strong, improve your cardiorespiratory fitness and coordination and balance and health markers, learn new skills, but you can't change the length of your bones the shape of your pelvis, your age, your tendon origins and insertions, where your body stores most of its fat and subsequently where it sheds it first and last when losing weight, and other details of your body determined by your unique DNA. What you can change is how you choose to view these fixed qualities. That, unlike your bone structure, is malleable and entirely under your control. You just listened to the post titled How to Like Your Body More by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, Health. Just go to Indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
0: Dr. Neil here for my commentary. A few years ago, when my buddy and I would work out at a gym, there was this guy we'd always see there. And to us, he looked super ripped or super yoked or super cut, whatever term you want to use, and we both aspired to look like that. And we would sort of mumble to ourselves so that he couldn't hear us, saying things like, oh, I wonder what his diet's like. Hey, you should watch him do these exercises while I get in this set really quickly. See what he's doing so we can do that. We'd both get super frustrated because after years of working out, we still didn't look like he did. But finally, I got up the courage to just talk to the guy because I wanted to learn, as Nia mentioned, his process. First of all, he was taller than me, as most people are. His body shape, I could tell, was totally different than mine. And I had to accept those facts. But maybe there's something I could learn about the way he trains that could maybe influence my results. Now, my buddy wasn't gonna talk to him because he was way too shy. So I asked him. And what you'll find is when you do walk up to folks in the gym and you ask them, "Hey," What kind of exercises are you doing? They're usually really open to it, provided they're not in the middle of a set. So during one of his rest breaks, I walked up to him and said, hey, I've seen you working out here a lot and you're usually really intense about it. I wonder if I could pick your brain. And sure enough, we talked. And he was more than willing to share his process. And what I learned was he was training using volume. My buddy and I were training mostly using the strength principles. And so I started incorporating some of the things that he was doing and my body responded. So I had to forget about looking exactly like him, but I wanted to learn about his process and incorporate some of the techniques that he used to see if I can improve my body so that I could hopefully reach my potential. And no, I didn't do every single exercise that he did. I had to select those that I was most comfortable doing, the ones that, I didn't feel were too risky, where I'd probably injure myself, but the bottom line is it opened my eyes to a whole different process, a whole different style of training that I still use today. And I'm comfortable with the fact that I'll never look exactly like him, but I know that I'm that much closer to at least reaching my potential. All right, that'll do it for today. I'll be back for the Thursday show tomorrow, so stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.